Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the scenery, but most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. He's kind of a nerd. It's cool, I'm taking it back. Everyone else is growing and changing all the time, and that's not really my jam. I'm more of a fast-blinking, stoic, removed, uncomfortably self-aware type. being extremely clever up here and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? Okay, so 10 out of 10 for style, but minus several million for good thinking. Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! So, where to even begin? <laughs> I don't even know, it's been forever. Oh, I know. And I feel I... like that's... It literally has been forever. That's how all of our episodes start, our yearly nerd mode review. <laughs> but at least in this case, we did have some stuff happen mm-hmm. in 2020. I can't really remember exactly what, just this weird, I don't know, it's like a fever dream that's still going on. <laughs> um, I think it's called a pandemic. No, it's called a panorama. It's a panorama. Or was it a panini? <laughs> I don't remember. I wish it was just a giant panini. Oh, that would be awesome. I could handle that. I would. I could. I could totally handle a giant panini just showing up somewhere, like from cloudy in a case of meatballs. My uh, waistline proves that I can definitely handle a panini. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, it would make much um, more sense than what's going on, but that's okay. Yeah, and I mean, just to talk on that a little bit, the interesting part is a lot of people during the start of the pandemic. About this time last year when everything was in real full swing mm-hmm. did a lot of work from home kind of stuff and projects and a lot of streamers kind of boomed out a lot of podcasts began and sadly nerd mode ended up having to go on the back burner mainly because you and i are quote unquote essential workers right so i only got like one extra day off this last year I didn't get it. And that wasn't anything insane. No, I had my normal schedule, working tons, so. I think we, I think I had one day only that, you know, I was allowed time off, just like extra time off, I had one day, just like you. Yeah, and and that was just like a Friday where the schedule was so light, we're like, all right, we're done for the week. Yeah, mine was a a Saturday I didn't have to work. Yeah. And then I had to work on Sunday, so. And now we have to wait and see if it starts all over again with this insane Delta variant, and I guess even a Lambda variant is coming out. Like, oh god, it's crazy stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> wash your hands, people. Yeah, social distance. Wash your hands. It's stay literally away from the me. easiest thing. Yeah, stay away from all <laughs> of us. Just stay away from me. It's literally the easiest thing you can do is just not go by a person. Yeah. Like, but not to get on a rant about that. Yeah. But it's been a wild year. Um, I. A comedian summed it up, and I'll touch on it more later. 
but he was talking about how he was getting big comedy wise like Dane Cook kind of level mm-hmm. he's like I started to have panic attacks so he's like five years ago they started to happen while I was on stage and that's a terrible place to be to have a panic attack so he's like I took five years off. I took a break. I got myself healthy and mentally and got fit and then thought, you know what? I'm going to go back on tour again. And that was in December of 2020. He's like, and the craziest thing happened. <laughs> and it was the pandemic. So then he had to go back into isolation. Like, Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry. I thought okay, of, God likes... I'm sorry. I thought of my fifth, <laughs> my fifth thing. So I had to write down oh, for that's it fine. before I forget. Um, but that's kind of where we all were is everyone had to kind of lock in. Um, Steph and the kids did all their home sc- homework and schooling from here. And like literally in the right behind me was a full office setting for yeah. the last year. Um, so it's been tricky to find time to even stream my Twitch stream. I went seven months without logging in and streaming. I know. And I just started that up in the last couple of weeks. And then I had a memory pop up on Facebook. Our podcast that broke the podcast was eight years ago. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, all, all excuses aside, we're definitely going to keep trying. Yeah. Um, that might mean now that I have you kind of set up with Audacity, you could do solo episodes on occasion, and then I can do solo ones. I cut and... if I get mad enough about something, I need to to yell at the the void. Yep. Just it. It's therapeutic at times to get your voice out there even if not many people respond back it's still definitely nice (laughs) um so now that that's done i am space buck chuck uh the host of nerd mode and this as always is my co-host ditzy b hey yo (laughs) hey yo (laughs) and we don't have a solid plan for today's episode it's more of just Greasing the wheels and knocking the rust off to get kind of back in that podcasting mindset, really. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's different podcasting than streaming because streaming you can have comfortable silences where you're just playing a game. Yeah, it's something else uh, for your audience to do. Yeah, but podcasting, that's called dead air, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like that much. Unless you had a podcast called dead air, which would actually be really cool. Like a horror movie podcast. Oh, that was, that's hmm. actually a good name for one, too. Yeah. And I was even thinking about a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, but I don't think I have anything near the patience and gumption to do a D&D podcast, because those are a lot of work. Yeah, I, um, I don't have the attention span, I don't think, to do it. Somebody else has to do all the work, and I'll just show up. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. But then you end up taking your own work, like, mm. like, all right, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, so to start off, you found something rather fun that we're going to go over. Yeah. Because it has been a year since we've been able to sit down and record. Yeah. Today. And then on top of that, our schedules are so different at work that it's what, every six weeks every, we kind of align? Every six weeks we line up, yeah. And then all that is based on whether or not we have overtime, if we have extra family, yep. work from home. So if that kind of helps understand why we've had a hard time getting our show back up and running the way we used to have it way back in the day, that's yeah. 
well, yeah, it doesn't, makes me feel a little better. It doesn't help that you've got, you know, a school in your house mm-hmm. where the kids are online all day having to be in class. And then, you know, your, your girl is working from home where she's on conference calls and you can't just go somewhere and shut a door. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, because if I had a laptop or something, then I would have been able to make a different yeah. different effort. But I, all I have is a junky little Chromebook that you can do almost nothing. barely nothing Yeah, almost with. nothing on. <laughs> Some Google Documents is all I can do with that yeah. thing. So why don't you tell us what you uh, found while we were digging up stuff to talk about? Well, today. I normally have like a little, like a little bit of like notes, you know, that I save on my desk in my under my computer for for podcasting lists, um, trivia questions. Yeah, I, the, I, I found the same. I got an old notebook. I found my um, my top five and bottom five of 2019, and my uh, what I was most looking forward to for 2020. My little lists here. <laughs> See, I wish I knew if I had my top five, bottom five lists because I might have it on my computer somewhere. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. But I'd love to hear what we've got going on. Yeah. Do you want the whole thing or just my 2020 part? Um, let's let's do the top five and bottom five too. Why not? We'll go, we've oh, got, well, then we got, we've we got, got time. time. We can fill because we don't really don't have like a structure to this episode. Well, yep. my top five were what the what the fuck? It was a it's a um, Belgian or um, not Belgian, it's from the from um, it's a foreign soap basically that I found that I just became totally obsessed with in 2019. Do you still watch it at all? Or it's over with now. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, over. it's over with now. That was and it's part. Yeah, I'll explain when I get to the, to my 2020 part. Um, Borderlands three. Nice. The Oculus Fair. Oculus Quest. I can approve. Yep. Uh, Stranger Things. Nice. And the Marvel movies of 2019. So Which all is of them. Like all, all of them. Yeah, like yeah. the last, like Captain Marvel and the Endgame and Infinity War and yeah. Did I send you that video? There's a guy who's doing a supercut of Marvel. You movies did send me that. Them, he's putting them all together mm-hmm. chronologically. Scene by scene, yep. so if two movies interact, they it'll cut back and forth. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, he's. I don't know why I thought <laughs> this was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and he's not gonna be able to play it anywhere, which is a testament to how interested he is in yeah. it, knowing that he can't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he can watch it on his. Unless, he can watch it on his computer, and that's basically all he can do with it. Unless a Marvel exec somewhere decides that they want to. I'm sp- check it out and see if it's something they could throw out there because that that would be amazing to watch. Oh yeah, like, just one giant story. How about the bottom five? The bottom five was Fallout seventy six, and yeah. that technically came Although, that came out in twenty eighteen, late twenty eighteen, but I put it on there because it was so yeah. bad. And I think they've kind of slowly ramped back up. Yeah, they've been adding a lot of content, I guess. But I'm still so salty. I haven't gotten in there since the last time we played. Yeah, I have it. That's been what two years. God, yeah. <laughs> uh, Glass. I was so disappointed. Yeah. It had a neat end, but I wasn't happy with the movie. Yeah, that one wasn't so great. No. I think there was a lot of lead up into that. Oh, that feels forever ago. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a year! Uh, Toy Story Four. 
Oh, see, I, I liked it, oh, I but liked I just, it. I don't know. It just didn't, I didn't have the, aw, that I had with the other ones where I was relaxed and just happy place. I don't know. It was okay. Yeah. The world was cool, but I don't know. I didn't like the villain. I really didn't. Was she it really wasn't really wasn't a, villain, a villain. And I, that I was felt, the interesting part. I felt more bad for her than like, yeah, they need to beat her. You know, I yeah. felt like hugs a lot. I wanted him to be. I wanted him to die, not die, <laughs> but lose. Yeah, be defeated. There you go. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, only because it's impossible to play it on the on the Xbox. Yeah. Oh God. I don't know. You gotta try that on your new Beast computer. I should, but I already bought it once. I'm not buying it again. That's why I'm so bad. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for it to be on a because really I, good sale. That one always pops on a good sale. Because I bought, you know, I bought Assassin's Creed Syndicate cheap through GameFly, I think, and I just loved it. And I so when I pre-ordered Odyssey at like a hundred bucks, I got like the premium titanium version or whatever. I'm not paying that again. So. I yeah. don't know. They made it really complicated to fight. With You have to use both bumpers and your thumbs. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, that's like playing piano. I can't, I can't. I can't even play the guitar. I mean, come on. So, yeah, that was... What do they expect out of us? I guess it... Use all of our fingers like a baby? Yeah, that's like a baby's toy. But, yeah. So, that was my bottom five. Yeah, it was... Odyssey was definitely a different game when it comes to the Assassin's Creed franchise, mm. but on computer it's really solid. It's not nearly as as challenging as uh, I'd imagine it being with a controller. Yeah, I, and I don't understand why they think they have to change the dynamics of the game all the time, you know? Because Syndicate, I think I said this in the last time we recorded, it was so intuitive. It made so much sense when you'd fight. And now this one, I'm like, why do I have to activate my my fighting with the bumpers and then use my other hand to fight so i'm technically gonna yeah. give myself carpal tunnel just to beat this guy <laughs> I, yeah and it's unless i'm I unless almost, i'm overthinking it but in the, the slow the short amount of time i played it i was like nope this is too complicated i'm not doing this that can definitely be a a pull down for a game too like if it's just way too hard to control you're not gonna have a good time with yeah, it yeah i I don't know. I might have, like I said, I might be overthinking it, but no. If it ever comes up on a big sale, maybe I'll get you a copy and send you a key. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Gift it to you. Because it's a decent game, and that's like, I was just talking to Donovan last night about, he said, what's one of the hardest things you've achieved in a game? And I said, well, probably 100%ing Assassin's Creed, only because it was so big. Yeah. And, it's, and to find everything and defeat everything was a huge undertaking. And it's Romans, so I want to play it so bad. <laughs> but it doesn't feel at all like an Assassin's Creed game, and I think that's where I struggled. Yeah. I looked at it more like a Skyrim game, like it was an open world yeah. adventure game. That might be a part of it too, but the, I just love the world in Syndicate because it was so cool. Just walking yeah. around and seeing all the little lives. It looked like your little people, like, you know, they had, I don't know. Yeah, I heard a, a story because in Odyssey there's this whole cult of bad guys, which I think is kind of tied in with the Templars. Um, somebody on Reddit posted that they just randomly, 100% randomly killed a civilian, 
and I don't think that meant to, and all of a sudden one of the cult things went off, and they had just killed one of the cult members. Mm. And they were just walking around, so like, one, it was amazing the game let me do that, and two, these cult members in this game are out in the world of Assassin's Creed just walking around doing stuff every time you're out there exploring. Yeah, and you have no idea. I was like, oh, that's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one guy I really wanted to fight just because he was, like, the number one warrior character. Like, oh, I can't wait to fight this guy. Build up, because then I was like, if I beat him, I'm number one, right? No, it didn't work that way. I just moved up one tier, which was dumb. But um, finally, it turns out he's, like, one of these big bads. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> and I just gunned it and just went at it. Like, it was, it's a fun game when you really, if you can get the controls down, but on a keyboard... It was so much more intuitive. You just hold a different key down, and then you use your mouse to do everything else. And All right, so now the elephant in the room. What did you have down for things you're looking forward to in 2020? <laughs> 2020? Uh, well, I think one of them got pushed back, so I don't, it wasn't even released in 2020, but it was Cyberpunk 2077. And I no, I think that still came. Out I don't remember anymore, but I liked it. Yeah. When you know, not, now that all this stuff has happened, I liked it. Level didn't like it. I like it. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people, myself included, are upset about the glitchiness of it. But I have it on a last edition Xbox. Yeah, I so. have it on my my Alienware, so it loads really nice, and I like it. It looks. I good. don't know. I like oh, it. Oh man. Um, one of my coworkers said that there's one. Um, cause Keanu Reeves character is in there and when you, you meet him, um, he starts treating you differently. My, one of my friends go, I said, man, he's a, not to be gross, but I go, he's a dick. <laughs> and they go, yeah, he really is. And he gets so bad. And he, I go, wait, how does he treat you? And they said, they're telling me, I don't want to ruin the story, but I'll, you know, um, they'll tell me I'm like, um, so then I realized I went, oh, if you're a dick, he's a dick. <laughs> so oh, if no. you're making really <laughs> bad choices, he's going to treat you that way. I guess I'm not making bad choices, so he's nice to me. I'm like, oh. That's pretty Yeah, wild. when you think about it, I told my friend that, my other friend who's playing it, and he went, oh, that's right. So I said, so yeah, I guess James is really not a nice person to play games with. <laughs> Especially not in the cyber. I guess city. not. And it totally makes sense because James is all about, you know, playing the game, playing it the hardest I can play it, and can't beat me, yeah. and like, well, you know, whatever. If you want to play it that way, that's fine. I don't play like that, but whatever. But it totally makes sense knowing how he is, that that makes complete sense now. So, yeah. So if you my... make good decisions, he doesn't treat you like you're a jerk. A horrible, a horrible person. person, yeah. But that makes complete sense now. Okay. Yeah. It's probably pretty cool that the game responds. Yeah, I'm sure to a point, and after a while, it probably doesn't. It can only be so intuitive, you know, or so reactionary. But, yeah, I was just like, yeah. um, wait, he said what to you? I'm like, oh, you didn't say that to me. And there comes <laughs> a point, too, where, if, like, when you're, I know I'm farther in the game than you, but when you're playing it to a point, if you haven't reached a certain level in one of your powers, I guess I'm going to say, or one of your abilities, you don't get to make certain choices. They're there, but you can't pick it. Yeah, they're like they're grayed, grayed out. out. So yeah, I had I'm... to pick up something that I wouldn't have chosen, but I couldn't leave the board and come back and make the decision later. I had to make it right then, and I had to make a decision I wouldn't make. And then um, Keanu Reeves' character did not like that. He was pissed. 
I'm like, I don't have a choice, dude. Yeah, I'm not very far into it at all, just because on the Xbox it's so yeah. glitchy. Like, the graphics are, and it sounds lame, because Skyrim looks terrific. Mm-hmm. But they're Skyrim level, like the way the hair moves. It's like it's a, a flat mesh. Oh, yeah. Just resting on the person's yeah. head. The skin tones, everything is grainy. Super glitchy. So it was to the point where it was basically unplayable. Not because it's a bad but game, just because it's... Visually, you need can't... something heavier. Yeah, you can't even really look at it. Yeah. Which I get. So eventually one day I'll get a new graphics card and I'll be able to play some higher-end stuff. Right now my computer is... Uh, it's pretty much set. You have to look at so. my graphics card on my old computer and see if you want want it. Because I paid high money for that when I bought it. I don't even. It's not even that old. But yeah, I'll have to look yeah, at I it. I don't even know. I don't I mean, even know what it is. Can, I can open it up later and take a picture for you. It. I can talk about that. Open super easy. Our nerd. Our nerd hobby part that we. Maybe if we talk oh, about sure. that stuff that's been keeping us busy. Nothing. Yeah. All right, what else was in store for 2020 uh, before 2020 arrived? <laughs> the Borderland 3 DLCs. Which, those they are were decent. decent. I still have to finish them I do, them too. All. They weren't like Tiny Tina Bunkers border bunkers and Badasses, but they were fun. I did like... The Jack... Uh, that was going to say that because that world was so big. It was so and big. And the final boss on there was yeah, so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. And then even um, Kriegs was pretty cool. But that one yeah. just seemed to, to drag think, on. It seemed like you never got to the end of it. I think for me, I missed like a whole giant middle bit. Because I think we started playing it together. And then you played a bunch of it. And then we finished on your game. So I saw the very beginning and very end. I think there's an entire giant middle piece yeah, that I never so saw. Yeah, there's so much in the middle where you have to like open up other parts of the world to get to where the ending is. But yeah. Yeah, those were Yeah, they were pretty... They weren't bad. I still have to beat them all. And they weren't like the... What was the one where we had to fight that that doctor that was a friend of Jack's? And he was the bad guy at the end. Remember? I don't know. And I I said, I beat it already, and I'm not going to tell you what happens, but you're going to laugh. And then he falls falls down the stairs and dies. Yeah, yeah, you just watch his his health meters get smaller and smaller and smaller. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. I still have to beat their Call of Cthulhu kind oh, of one. Oh, that one was and... so good. It was just like, yeah. oh, I well, loved it. I'll have to sit down and play that one yeah. some more. I haven't done much console gaming in the. Last I haven't year. either. I always have that. Even on my computer, I have that thing. I could be doing something else right now. I have laundry. I have dishes. I should be making my vegetables for the week. You know, I have other things I think about, but I don't do those either. Yeah, that's me. Like one of my. Thing, especially streaming is virtual jobs where it's like PC builder or house flipper or other simulator games where are, are literally digital chores and I'm quick rushing through and doing all my household chores so I can go and play video games where I do, you do chores. digital <laughs> chores. All right. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's, that's us. That's humans. We do that stupid stuff. Yeah. Uh, number three on 2020 was Marvel TV shows. Oh, and that definitely, yeah. definitely oh, worked yeah. out. Yeah. Um, I still think my favorite was probably uh, WandaVision. I liked Loki. Loki was the one I liked the best. Yeah. I think it's because the story was so big, and it 
connected more to the MCU than the other ones did. In general. And it branched yeah. forward. Like, it's moving the MCU yeah. forward. Not that I didn't like them. Um, I yeah. love Scar- Scarlet Witch is still my favorite superhero. But, yeah, that the, just the her story was awesome. Um, but it was sad. And that's probably why yeah. I liked Loki more. It was more exciting and, you know. And Kath- Catherine was... Hahn. I mean, come on. I love her and everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, she's pretty She's great. just awesome. Yeah, and Loki definitely has a Doctor Who flair yeah. to it that I really, really yeah. liked. And a neat villain. Just a... See, with, I think with Catherine's character, you could sympathize with her a little bit. With the Loki bad guy, you couldn't. I mean, he's just a bad guy. Yep. And I'm excited to see how it goes. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really curious where that's going to go and how it's going to bleed more into the MCU yeah. and connect to the movies more. And I think that's one of the parts I loved about the series that they've had so far is it pulled characters from the movies and put them on a weekly show. Characters that you wouldn't think you'd ever yeah. see again. And then Especially Loki, because, you know, he died. The... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <It's> definitely. Just... <laughs> yeah, usually when you die, you're not on a show. But unless you're Loki. He just yeah. keeps showing up. One thing I loved, and we can do a little spoilers, because, I mean, this, this show ended several yeah. weeks ago, is when you meet um, old man Loki who is dressed as Loki is in the mm-hmm. comics with that kind of gaudy yellow and green. Oh, Richard Grant. And he, oh, oh yeah. I love him. He's and he, yeah, and he full on brought up what a lot of fans were saying about Loki's death in Endgame was that he just put an illusion that he died and then he ran off and hid. And that's exactly what this character said yeah. he did. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that they took into account um those kind of things and then they also i lost it because when they're walking across the landscape and loki kind of telling each other their stories there's a helicopter in the background did you see that i don't remember it's a throwback to something so corny it's a a thanos helicopter it's an old like it looks like a news helicopter like the glass bubble and it says thanos yes i saw that (laughs) <laughs> because in one of the comics, he had a helicopter, and it said Thanos oh, on it. Oh, that makes complete sense. <laughs> and it's so corny when you think of, like, this, the Mad Titan, this destroyer of worlds. <laughs> he's helicopter got with his name on it. Dorky helicopter with his name, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, curse you Avengers, as it, like, crashes oh, into the ground, and then they're landed in Loki. I yeah. thought that was, oh, I just lost And I it. love how the, the, arm, the Loki army <laughs> eventually fought each other. Which makes complete sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they all, like, turn on each other because yeah. that's Loki. Well, even like one after people one. getting so upset when um, the Sylvie and Loki kiss. Of course Loki's going to fall in love with himself. It makes complete yeah. sense. That's 100% Exactly. Like, oh, that's sick. Why? They're two different people. It's not like Loki and Loki. It's yeah. Loki and another person. It's, you know... But that that makes complete sense if you look at his 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 character and his his mindset. Of course, he's gonna fall in love with himself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm would. like, oh god. <laughs> I mean, he went through the same thing. Millions of fans went through. They met Loki exactly. and fell in love. I'm still I mean, in love with him. You can't blame no. the guy. You no, can't you blame can't. the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number four 
was the season four of What the Fuck was going to come on. I keep saying I'm swearing. I promise I'm not swearing. It's F-O. I should say just WTF. I'll just call it that. Because if there's a bump in the, it sounds like I'm swearing. I promise I'm not. So anyways. (laughs) And even then, I mean, it's been 2020. We've we've earned a few cuss words. Even though you're not actually saying. I swear enough at work. It's okay. I swear at work really bad now. (laughs) I do at work really bad now. Okay. I tell Steph and the kids that if if they knew at all how I talked oh. at work versus at home. They oh, would be I swear. Shocked. Although they all swear. I swear more a than lot I more do, than I so. used to. But anyways, that's something completely different. Um, it was, and mm-hmm. it, what they did was actually kind of cool. For season four, the um, historically the season four character is about xenophobia. That's the the you know t- they take a, a Muslim. Usually it's a Muslim girl, and how she navigates through non-muslim world and it's actually really neat but because of the whole lockdown thing they did wtf lockdown for season four everything was done through zoom and google meets and everything was done on the computer so you got to watch them interact through facetime which was really it was Steph was watching the it show was really like that interesting too, but i can't remember and it kind of made it made complete sense and then they just kind of waited a year and then did the other they then they picked up on the the natural progression of the show. The next season, I never watched because I didn't like the character, but yeah. Hmm. So that was kind of interesting what they did that. They called it the, the lockdown season where everything was was done through the computer and their cell phones and nothing was filmed with a camera crew. Yeah, and that's... um. Excuse me, I keep changing my uh, pleasantly surprised list as we're talking because I'm thinking of other stuff. That's okay because I don't, mine isn't very good. So if we have other things to add in, or you can do like honorable mentions and we can talk about other stuff. Because I I just kind of pick stuff. There's like three I'm, I'm, are strong, yes. The other ones are like, meh. Yeah, I've already changed three of them. Yeah, we'll do, we've got honorable mentions. That's perfectly fine. Like I said, we're. Knocking the rest off, so anybody listening, bear with us. Um, no, I had one moment. What was I watching? I think it was Falcon and Winter Soldier, maybe. Or it was a movie, and it was in the middle of lockdown, like where we have to wear masks at work, and anywhere you go, you got a mask on, social distance. Um, at the start of it, Steph and I, when we get groceries, we're wiping stuff down with rags. I mean, we kind of, we struggled mm-hmm. at the start. Um, but I'm watching a movie and these two people like met at a deli or whatever, and they give up, give each other a hug. And I'm like, that's so obscene. Yeah. <laughs> like instantly I was like, that's not what you do. Ew, How why? dare you? Sh- why are they putting this on TV? <laughs> like, it was so absolutely yeah. bizarre. Just how quickly well, the mindset changed. Well, even, and I, I put it on my Tumblr page. I said, with all this social distancing and lockdown, I just want to watch one of my ships make out for half an hour. Just that's all. They don't got nothing else. Just make out for half an hour. That's all I want. That's, 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 that's all, all I need all I to need. get through this year. <laughs> and it got shared a lot. I'm just like... <laughs> Just, That's all I want. Just make I it happen. I any any I, of you. Here's yeah, your pairings. I linked just, all my pairings in the bottom. I'm just like, that's all I want. That's, <laughs> I'm not asking for much. A hug. A hug would be enough. Just yes. a long hug. With a pat on the back if they want to. I just, I just couldn't. I'm just like, oh, I can't anymore. 
and now we're doing it again. <laughs> but what do you, you know? Now we're, yeah. Hopefully it's not as hardcore this oh, time around. Oh, people aren't I idiots, just... but anyways. That's, that's, yeah, that's the whole, a whole thing, thing, and that's not part of what we <laughs> do, so thing. we're not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there. All right, yeah. and then my number five was the season two of Roswell, New Mexico. Eh, the season was eh. Mm. They broke up so one great. of my ships and put them with somebody else, and it felt forced, and there's... There was a three-way in there that I didn't like, and I'm like, no, I'm okay. Why is that so integral in stories? I don't know. It didn't even make sense in the episode, and I'm just like... So weird. It was a... There was a love triangle, kind of, and I'm just like, I don't like this. It's just... I wasn't uncomfortable. I don't care if that people do that, but it didn't make sense in the season and the episode, and I just... Yeah. And, and it was... And then it was kind of just like, brushed off after that, and I'm just like... Okay. I just couldn't. Yeah, like I was saying just recently, Steph and the kids all decided that Twilight was going to be their movie oh, I just fandom of choice. <laughs> and I humored it so heavily. Like, I did like, my very best. I don't know which one I watched that I was like, okay, if you watch it from, like, a comedic lens, it's kind of funny. But then we watched the first one, and I'm like, this is just no. not good. Like... It wasn't good acting, mm -mm. good writing, good story. I was just like, oh, I'm so struggling. And then they could all tell <laughs> I was having a hard time because they were like, you're going to watch this movie with us. I'm like, all right. So I had snacks and sat in the chair. And I'm. they're like, noticing I'm not having fun. I'm like, I'm doing yeah. my best for you. You, asked, you, you invited understand... me. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. But understand, I am not the demographic no. for this movie. I was like, if you want me to watch a movie about teenagers and vampires, I'll go get Lost Boys out of, yeah. off the shelf and we'll yeah. watch Lost Boys. <laughs> um, now I'm trying to think where... Oh, and then those movies are integral to have a mm -hmm. love triangle. And we were talking about it, how it's odd how movies with romantic twists that are with a female lead almost always have a yeah. love triangle. Like, the female lead is trying to decide between a career or a family... Or her new happy um, engagement, but then she meets her old high school yeah. flame or whatever. And how with guys, it's always the guy just doing what he can to get mm -hmm. the girl. And the, neither of those is a judgment on either. It's just interesting that that's, there's such a line there. I, I can't think of a movie where a male lead protagonist had to choose between yeah. two women. I can't. I there there is also, usually it's, he has to choose between his wife and his girlfriend. And uh, yeah, and it's usually he's yeah. kind of a horrible person. Like, and I have don't, can't really think of many movies with a female lead in a romantic sense where they had to get the guy, like win over. the Yeah, dude. those are usually and they're done almost like she's a stalker. Yeah, yeah. it's just bizarre. It's I, so yeah. strange. Yeah, I, Anyways, that's my two cents on romance. Yeah. Well, you movies. know, and you know, and honestly, too, it helps me because if you know, if I'm writing a story or thinking about a story, that when you say stuff like that, it makes me think about it more. I don't automatically go to my. Hmm. No, it's true. I don't automatically go to my standard. I'm like, wait, you know, that's right. That I, you know, it helps me be more aware when you say stuff like that, which is good. So. Yeah. My over-analytical brain helps once, in a, while, once yeah, in a while. Yeah, most of the time it does. <laughs> Not in a often, while. but once yeah. in a while. No, it does. It helps me, you know, go like, well, I don't want it because I don't, 
if I ever decide to publish anything, I don't want it to be like everything else. You know, I don't want yeah. it to fall into that, you know, will she or won't she? I don't want my, my I don't, especially because I write from a female perspective, obviously. I don't want it to be, will she, won't she? I don't want that. I want her to be a strong, independent character who, you know, who has to make decisions and, you know, I don't know. I, it just helps me be more aware of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And that's how you can get a unique story out there is not just cut and paste what yeah. somebody else has done. Or, or somebody cut and pasting their own God, work over yeah. and over. Well, you know, the newest thing now is, it. I think, the chick who wrote Twilight and the chick who wrote... Um, they can call them chicks because I am one. And the chick who wrote um, Fifty Shades rewrote their stuff from the other perspective. That's all they've done now. They wrote, yeah, so they, well, they wrote from uh, Edward's perspective and Mr. Gray's perspective. But what's funny is, here's just the funny thing. The original works, I'm going to call them that, are at least three books uh, from the female perspective. The, the, the version from the male perspective, they squeezed all three stories into one book. <laughs> so I, Us dudes so I got guess much not. I don't know if it's if it's a if it's a commentary on the male perspective or it's just how bad they write that they couldn't drag it out for more than one <laughs> yeah, book. I'm guessing. They, so I'm not sure. They don't think men have much more going on upstairs. I don't than know. 150 I don't know. Pages. I don't know. Yeah, and the books aren't thick. the The original book, the like the original Twilight series, I read the first two. I quit in the middle of the third one. I couldn't anymore. I didn't even bother with the rest. Um, but they're yeah. thick. There's a lot going on. So I think it's funny that they couldn't span those out into more than 250 pages. But yeah, Especially like when it comes to Twilight, the per- trying to get a perspective of a vampire that's over 100 years old. There'd be a yeah, lot to work with you there, storyline and writing-wise. Yeah, you would nope. think. You know? And I still, you know, and like you said, your favorite ship is 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 the dad. That's who you. Sh- that's who you. You're yep. in. And somebody put that. Wouldn't that have been an awesome story to shoot sh- it from the dad's perspective? Because all of a sudden he's finding out his oh, best absolutely. friend from ever is a werewolf, and that um, another really good friend that he works with a lot is a vampire. That's amazing. That would have made a cool story. Yeah. You know. I'm just, you know, and the actor who played the dad, he's good in everything. So it's just like, it would have been so cool. And I think a lot of it, too, it's not just even the story, which isn't good, you know. But there's a lot of books that aren't good that get made made into movies. I honestly think, and the actors are all good in other things. I think a lot of it had to go with the direction they were given and how to act. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it, you know, it doesn't matter how the oh, yeah, actor absolutely. wants to do it. The director has the final say. No, do it this way. And if they don't like it, you know, it's gonna show. But you know, Kristen Stewart, she's good in other stuff. Robert Pattinson, he's good in other stuff. Everybody else is good in other stuff. They're just yeah, no. They same just with good it's, like a, it's like the Natalie Portman thing. She's good, really good in some things, and really not good in other things. I just. It just all depends on who's where she's aimed yeah, and who's throwing yeah. her. Like, but that's just you know my little nerd, my little nerd rage a little bit. No, it's it's it, and it's totally fair. Like, and I don't. Yeah, I can't argue. And it I like have one all. nerd rage. If we want to do that later, we've we you and I have talked about it, but we can talk about it on here too. 
Yeah, but oh want, sure. So what do you you got anything you want to add before we go on to something else? I was hoping I was gonna find my stuff from last year. I mean, I can quick dig into a file and see if I've well, got if it you, typed up. Well, if you want, why don't we do, we could do trivia now. My one trivia question for you. Okay. And then we could do my nerd rage while you look for it. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, so here's my, you want to do your trivia question first? Sure. I'm trying to figure out a way to how to word it so it's not confusing. I probably still won't get it, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, it's Star Trek. I might get so it. Might I haven't okay. watched Star Trek in so long, though, you know? Y'all, I haven't. I just... Oh. <laughs> I've been watching See, so I think that's because Trek. I don't have CBS access. <laughs> if I did, I'd be watching more of it. But I think the last yeah. time I watched it was when... Uh, what was it? It wasn't Voyager. It was a show after that, Enterprise. I love that show. Oh. We were I wish it was just night. fun, yeah. and um, I loved the characters, and I was in a Yahoo group. That's how long it's been. They don't have Yahoo groups anymore <laughs> with some of the characters in there, and yeah, I just, yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, I'll try to okay. word it in a and way. And everybody knows I'm not cheating. You can hear my keyboard clicking, so here, like, yeah. I'm not going to use my keyboard. I'm not going to click at anything. And this is one I came up with just on my drive home because I was trying to think of what trivia we would have. So I guess technically I could probably come up with a second one, but the first one, in Voyager, the character is Seven of Nine. Why does she have that specific designation, Seven of Nine? Wasn't seven? Wasn't she like there was nine in her like I want to call it pod? I don't know how else to describe it. There was nine different Borg in her group and she was the seventh of the nine. Was that something like that? I don't yep, I that's remember exactly for sure, it. but yep. I thought that's what that was. Jerry Ryan. Yeah. And then there's actually a fun little factoid about Jerry Ryan too, but um yeah, so like that's exactly it. If there is a group of five Borg, it's mm-hmm. one of five, two of five, three of five, four of five, five of five. And, then and her she favorite was color was red. Nine. Yep, she I don't know friends. why I thought of that. Um, no, yeah, you just you knocked that one right out of the park. So I, now I want to think <laughs> of another one. <laughs> okay, mine. All right, what's, what's yours? Mine's a little obscure. The, same. the word nerd was first used by this children's author in 1951. Um, I really want to say Dr. Seuss. Ding, ding, ding. I wonder what book he used nice. it in. I'm going to have to look that up now. It'd be so hard to tell because he made well, up so many silly words. Well, that's, that was I like didn't know that, though, Shakespeare. But... He created like 1,400 or 14,000 words. Yeah. That's crazy. I think Probably. Dude That'd be them, awesome. Even. wonder what it really meant when he wrote it. And, you know, because we, yeah, we like to change stuff. <laughs> so I wonder what he it really meant when he wrote it. One of the people listening might know sure, they can not? send it our way. Teach us. Teach us something. Well, teach us. Yeah. We want to learn stuff. Give us homework. <laughs> um, so one of the ideas of this episode was I thought of pleasantly surprised, like our 5 by 5 list of things that we ended up enjoying more. 
mine slowly became like my 2020 survival list stuff that kept me from going crazy <laughs> during valid. 2020. Totally fair. Yeah. Um. So unless we had something else, I wasn't able. I looked through my quick folders of podcast stuff. I probably have a post-it somewhere with my 2020. Oh, stuff, okay. But That's fine. Usually, when I get it, I stick it in my nerd mode notebook here but i'm not See, i was gonna it. do that i i bought a journal i was gonna re-listen to all our episodes and write everything down i mean this one i put some serious work into so far especially the mm-hmm. casts i've got full documents written out of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten almost 20 of our movie and tv oh, yeah? show recasts like everything from Weird Science to Labyrinth, Bill and Ted, our super Borderlands. <laughs> well, thirty was that thirty people? I think that episode was like two and uh, a half hours least. long. So yeah, if you're yeah, and I still when I look at it, I'm like, no, this is a solid yeah. list. I'm good with yeah. it. <laughs> that's where my nerd rage comes in. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Um, let's do that. So quick. my nerd, nerd rage, and it's not even that big of a deal. I'm just I'm wary. Let's put it that way. They cast. Um, they made the cast for the Borderlands movie, which most of it I'm fine with. And I'm, it, but they cast Kevin Hart to play um, Roland. Now I like Kevin Hart. I really do. But when they when they go off script on their castings, I get nervous. Because that means they're going to be changing the story, and I don't un- I don't understand in, why in they do that. Ways. Like they did it with Resident Evil. They went. They totally. You know, you had all of this story, all of this mythology to play with, and you said, "No, I'm going to do it better." I'm no. It already works. And I'm. Yeah. I just. You don't I'm, need to do it. That I know better. he can like play dramatic, so I'm kind of hoping he doesn't do the Kevin Hart freakout in the movie where he, you know, he doesn't in a lot of his comedies. I, I'm really hopeful because he's a good actor. He's a good actor. You can't be a comedic actor without being good. I just hope that they don't go, he doesn't go back to his normal, go to the well and pick from the normal stuff he normally does. I'm hoping he can steer clear of that. So I'm, I'm wary, but when they have, yeah, he's like the only one yeah. I'm really. And like I said, he's good, cast. but then of course Eli Roth is doing it, and I'm just like, oh no, it's gonna. It's... And that's oh. where I'm kind of stuck because it's lining up like the cast is so similar to yeah. Jumanji, and so similar to House with the Clock in the Walls. Like it's all the same actors yeah. kind of circling around, and I Eli Roth isn't no. a bad but... director or writer. Like he's done some decent stuff. I think. On a personal level, I think there's no, parts of him that I'm not a fan of. No, he leaves way too much. But yeah, yeah. But then there's times where now he's doing more family-friendly stuff, but he's drawing from the same, like you said, the same well yeah. of a handful of actors. Um, I'm just I'm mostly worried about chemistry. Like if he's gonna play Roland, like in the the books or the games, Roland and um. Yeah. Lilith are like a couple. He's going to have to have that chemistry with yeah. Kate Blanchett. And that's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to me to and see. They're... Unless they do a completely different story and it's yeah. okay then. But I'm looking... And I also don't want it to be like 
oh, you're rolling. Yeah. Boy, you're tiny. Like, that's 90% of his yeah. humor is because he's small. And it's like, and I know it's sounds silly, but it should have been The Rock because Roland mm-hmm. is basically Or even, the even like, a character, not necessarily even be The Rock, just, you know, somebody that, I don't know. And then I'm doing it too. I'm stereotyping him because he's small yes. or smaller. But I'm just like, oh, really? Can, why? Yeah, and for me, it's, Roland can be a small guy, but if they make that yeah. the butt of the jokes all yeah. the time, like, that's where I, that's where I struggle with Kevin Hart because 90% of the humor is he's... yeah. Small and angry, like. Um, no, so I, I share that rage. I'm I'm hoping because I'm looking at the rest of the cast and the rest of the cast is pretty damn good. So do you know who's playing Moxie? Yeah. No, I Gina haven't seen. Gershaw. I haven't looked in a while. That's gonna be kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm. That's not who <laughs> I, don't I cast. Who I cast. I can't find my my sheet anywhere. My notes. And my notes, I'm Let old school, you guys. My notes are on pieces of paper. <laughs> so I don't put it yeah, in the place used to put it in his phone. I, I don't know where mine are, mine are. They're here somewhere. Probably in a notebook. Uh, For me, Moxie was Katy Perry. Hey, let me, let's That's see why I this, chose. what this notebook has on it. I have one sitting here. And then Roland, I chose The Rock. And then some of these names, like... Uh, Lilith, I chose Tuppence Middleton. She was in Sense Eight, I think. Yeah, this. And then. I don't think I put. Oh. Claptrap, but I think I just chose the actor yeah. that does. And there's the no Handsome Jack. Claptrap, I'm not happy think. about that. But you know, and, yeah. and but would I be happy with who they pick? Probably not. Because the guy who plays Handsome Jack in the games is so good. I wouldn't be happy with whoever they, they put in there. You know, i got to see if I... I don't know if we even chose a Handsome Jack, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know where my sheet, my stuff went. It's probably somewhere safely put away, and I don't know where it Weird. is. I got to... Yeah, we actually didn't do a we Handsome didn't? Jack. That's kind of bizarre. How did we do Borderlands? No. Either that, or I oh. just don't have them written down. That doesn't that doesn't make sense, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's wacky. We're already at the fifty mark. Um, I know. That's fine. Um, so yeah, this is like I said, it's more of a. These are the things that kept me from going crazy in twenty twenty. Um, how about okay. I will go first. Uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier. The Netflix documentary Inside by oh, Bo yep. Burnham. That's who. That's the comedian I was talking about that took the break and then decided to come back out of retirement just before the pandemic. It is such a well-done documentary where it mixes in his comedy and then his musical style because a lot of his music, his comedy is musical-based. But then it adds this realism of what it was like for... Not myself, particularly, because I did go out in the world, actually probably more during the pandemic than before, um, about the people that were like in serious lockdown, the ones that were in their homes 22 yeah. hours a day kind of thing, and like how it pulled people down, and but it also, there's bits in there where it looks like a complete accident, like he knocks over a light. 
and just barely catches it and edits that into the movie, that little thing was most likely done strategically by him because he would do that on his shows. Like, there was a... When he was, like, 19, he was doing comedy shows just like Mitch Hedberg, Dane Cook, David Tell, all those guys. He uh, knocked a water bottle off of his stool... And he's like, oh, shoot. And he picked up, puts it back on. And then the moment he puts it on, a song plays. And it's like saying how that was all scripted. And he starts dancing and says that art is a lie. Like, and it was just such a minute, tiny little detail that he did on his show. Yeah. That was part of the show. So when you watch his documentary, you don't know what's real or fake or what's uh, on purpose. Him actually being upset or laughing or pretending to. And it's really brilliant. So that was one of them, because it just really tied into what a lot of yeah. people were experiencing this last year. All right, my number, not number one, but my first one, was I got obsessed with this docu-series, um, The Food That Built America. <laughs> oh, oh I, and I was, I was bored on Hulu one day, and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I like history shows. I, like, watched it nonstop. For like I don't know I've watched all the episodes now basically what it is it talks about the different food companies and different things that that were built in the United States that built other things you know like built production and built um, industrialized things more like it talks about like the reason and I have a lot of fun history tidbits now like the reason that um, Heinz was the first company to put their product in a clear glass bottle because Nobody else was doing that because then they could hide how nasty their product was. Because they'd put it in a brown... Stuff it had hmm. stuff had like, had, like, dirt and bugs and sawdust in things. Like, cereal had sawdust in it to make it more. I mean, the stuff we ate, they ate back then. People were like, I'd love to go back in history. <laughs> no, you wouldn't! And, like... No, <laughs> That's yeah, one thing they say about time die. travel. Like, you could go back and eat a hot dog yeah. and get gut rot from it because your body yeah. isn't then, metabolized to And the reason they created okay ketchup and stuff like that was to hide the taste of how bad their food was. Because a lot of times they were cooking rotten food, rotten meat, because I couldn't, there was no refrigeration that was reliable. You know, nothing was... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Literal ice Yeah, boxes. so that's... And then Heinz, that they're going to be totally transparent, literally, and they put their stuff in a clear glass bottle so they could see what you're eating. Um, Colonel Sanders huh. was in a was in a gunfight. Um, yeah, just... It was so interesting just watching this. Like, uh, the, um, Hershey created his, his town. Hershey, Pennsylvania wasn't didn't exist until Hershey showed up. I don't know if it was, it was Edward Hershey, I think was his name. I'm not sure. But anyways, it didn't exist until he showed up. He built the town, built the factory, and he didn't sell <laughs> anything for like 10 years. Talk about getting people to, yeah, getting people wild. to trust your that. product and investing in you when you don't have anything to show for it. Yeah. And the reason their chocolate tastes so different is because is the milk sour. They sour the milk on purpose because that's what it tasted like back then. I know. So, yeah, this Weird. is why I was obsessed. I watched it nonstop. <laughs> I watched everything from pre-industrial all the way up to fast food. I'm like, ah, yeah, it was so interesting to me. And I just, I, yeah, I geeked out. Oh, one more thing. So, and then uh, 
Clarence Birdseye <laughs> was the first guy to to fully freeze food. But nobody had freezers in grocery stores. So Birdseye, who was bought out by Post, gave grocery stores free freezers to sell their product. Yeah. See? Huh. Yeah. So this is my poor people who are working with her going like, yeah, that's interesting. And they're like getting bored with me. I'm like, I can't help it. It's so interesting to me. I love history. And then you find out all these little things. I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was, I was obsessed for a few weeks. I've watched all the episodes now. So now I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't know what to do. I guess I'm going to have to do something something else. else. No, I can't just sit on my couch and watch. The food that built America. But now they have the machines that built America and the men that built America. So I have new ones to start with. The men that yeah. built America one, I really liked. Um, but I, I had mentioned it to you, and I'll say it on here too, is it's so funny. Just one of the s- visual cues that they did with every single mm-hmm. character they talked about, um, whether it's Tesla, Edison, um I'm trying to think of the guy that had all the trains, train stations, you know, during the boom of yeah. uh, train travel and delivery systems. Every single one will be sitting at this giant mahogany desk, and they're writing down stuff, and then they'll just put the pen down, <laughs> get up, walk around the desk, and look yeah. out the window with their hands on their hips, and just ponder. And I'm like, did they all just spend a lot of time yeah, by their mahogany they're free desk thinkers, just staring dude. out the window? <laughs> They're yeah. free think, thinking about the future, looking ahead. Like, it was just such, every single episode yeah. of Men Who Built America has that. It's still really good, but it's just like, also like, oh, watch, he's going to get up. Oh, yeah. and he's walking around the well, desk yeah, and to look the, out the window. Um, and that's what it is, too. They're part, like, informational, talking to experts, and then part dramatization. So you actually get to watch, you know, yeah. what they think happened. It's not, you know, obviously not perfect, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's a... Yeah. A, a movie as The food well. one, though, was, was actually um, a series. It's so like it was they... like a whole bunch of episodes. The other ones, were, I think, were just like a couple hours. But Yeah, I think it was like, it was shorter, but each episode was like an yeah, hour. It was yeah, like yeah. four in a season kind of thing. So that was my one. That was my first one. Um, mine, I'm going to, I'll piggyback okay. off of the documentary thing. Because uh, Steph and I found this. Oh, uh, Real World Reunion. So what it was is the very first season of The Real World aired like gotta be 30 years ago, 20 I'm years look, ago. I'm going to look it up. No, 30. They invited everybody back to the house, to the apartment in New York. So they all show up except one guy, Eric Neese, who was kind of, oh, he was a, season, the breakout yeah. guy who was on The Grind and all the uh, MTV shows, the young model, he couldn't make it because he had COVID. So any interactions he had was through a video call, which was heartbreaking. And that guy became like this Zen Buddhist dude. It's fascinating. And how most of them have kids and families, but you look at them and you can still 100% see these teenagers, Mm -hmm. these 20-year-olds, you can still see them. And they're going over arguments and discussions they had, and you realize, like, the conversations that they were trying to have in 92, 93, I can't remember when it was on. Yep. 92 are conversations people are having right now in 2021. 
and it was absolutely fascinating. So Steph and I binge watched it, and I don't know if she had seen the first season. To be honest, like I remember watching the first like six seasons before I tapped out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, these are yeah. valid conversations now," and they were trying to get work it out in the '90s, and it's still happening. And um, so that got us on this role. I think she kind of fell out of it, but I'm still into it of watching the old real worlds. So. I'm finishing Real World 1. It was It's harder to get into that one because we just yeah. watched a documentary where they talk about everything, so it's like rewatching it again. And in Real World 2, the second oh, season has Puck. That's a, that, that was Real World Seattle, right? Um, California. Yeah, because I remember it was... Or no... No, season two. No, had, he's later. Didn't that have, was the last season I watched. Season three had was season the one with three. Because I remember we we skipped over. I'd have to double check which number, but we skipped over and started watching the one with Puck. And Steph for Father's Day got me a like a smartwatch, a Fitbit kind of thing, you know. So it tells me my excuse me, I have the hiccups, my sleeping habits, my heart rate, steps, all that kind of stuff. It. You know, I can, if somebody sends me a text message ever, it'll show up on here. Um, but that's about it. It doesn't do much more beyond that. You know, I can't do any any really cool stuff, but it's neat to see all these things. And it also <laughs> measures my stress levels. So we're watching the real world, and Puck shows up, and I look at my watch, and yeah. my stress levels start to go up. Like, instantly they start spiking. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy... It was almost like revisiting past trauma, seeing him show up and behave the way he does and how he was... And it wasn't just for camera, either. He was genuinely manipulative. Like, this one girl, Erin, this sweet blonde girl from, like, uh, the East, was so offended by something he said, and they start arguing. Like, he's already at, like, an 8 or a 9. He brings her up to a 7 when she was at, like, a 3. And they argue, and then he brings her back down to, like, a six. And then the conversation ends on a happy note. I'm like, no. No, he just made you feel like there was a resolution. All he did was just pull you up as high as he could and then calm you down just a little bit so you feel like you've gotten centered. I'm like, and that's just all that dude did. And, oh, my God, it drove me absolutely up the wall. And watching it as an adult, seeing these behaviors, because when I was a kid, I didn't oh, understand yeah. what they were saying or going through. Like, I was I was 10 years younger. It wasn't until, like, the 2000 year that I was at the same age as these kids. Yeah. And I say kids now, which sounds weird, but when you watch them, like, yeah, they're kids. And by then, I think one of the guys on there was The Miz, you know, Mike Mizanin, who became The Miz in WWE. So that was wild. But then the show had shifted to, instead of different walks of life having these hard conversations with a bunch of actors yeah, and models I, yeah and just see ooh, what are they gonna do like, that's what, they what are they gonna to do? do yeah yeah who's gonna hook wanna... up this week i don't care i yeah, want to hear them have a, a conversation yeah. um puck was in season three so so okay season three had date or season two had david that's right david was this he was the one the troublemaker or the one that got, I think he kind of got thrown under the bus. He was the, the comedian that. Oh. Yeah, he had yeah a very that short I watched fuse. that season. Yeah. I watched that. I didn't watch the first season. I came in late, but I watched that season, and then I watched, 
the season with Puck, and then I watched London, which I liked. I liked the London season, and then... Yeah, I liked it up until, I think... When they had to start doing projects together. Then I'm like, this is so... You know, now I see it as orchestrated. Then I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's manufactured drama at that point. But the first, like, five, six years, that show was something else. But now I'm hoping that the real-world reunion thing is every year now. Like, I would love to see everybody from season two come back. Yeah. Everybody from season three come back. Like, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, and then, but so you see, like, I had a discussion with I, on my last girls' night, but you like drama, just not like a drama, but like, um, I need more to my drama, like an interesting side note or an interesting job or like Stranger Things or I need I like drama, but I need something interesting at the core. You just like people. Does that mean? Does that mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I like character. I don't. Conflict. I can't do that. Like, yeah. I don't know why. I get bored. You, you're very cerebral. Yeah, I like seeing two completely different people. No, that's... No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, I totally see it as a no, good thing. Um, I like seeing two different people having to work it out or move on and how those interactions come to be. Like, I don't get me wrong. I like... Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying you don't. But, yeah. I, I can't stuff. watch a drama for drama's sake. It's got to be a reason for it. Because, like, all my friends are like, have you watched Virgin yeah. River yet? It's so good. I'm like, what's it about? Oh, this lady, she moves back home to her to her hometown. I'm like, that it? They're like, well, yeah. I mean, is there, like, a murder? What else do you I mean, <laughs> is, there, is there, like, is there, like, is, it sound, is the town haunted? I mean, what goes on? They go, oh, it's just, it's, it's just she comes Did home. Did a serial killer show up? Did she, she find just out her parents home. aren't really I'm her like, parents? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. No, I'm sorry. I can't. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I need more. I need something extra. You know, something sprinkled on top. I don't know why. I was never into... Yeah. Oh, that's okay. You need a little... Yeah, I need flair. There you, you go. I need flair. flair. It's got to have enough flair. regular drama around. Alright. I gotta turn my phone back on. That's where I wrote my list. I did it in bed when I was trying to go to sleep last night. Um, okay, and I've, this is, should have been my, act. this is my number one, um, is Shadow and Bone. I got, okay, my best oh, friend, yeah. she goes, oh, have you watched Shadow and Bone yet? I go, no, I saw it. It looked interesting. It's basically, if you took a Harry Potter type universe with people with powers and put it in a Russian novel. And it's so cool. It's like, almost like it's set like in like World War One back, you know, when there's, um, there's like no modern machinery. There's barely like bullet weapons. Um, basically these people have powers and there was a mystical being hundreds of years before had created something they call the fold, which is basically like almost like a black void where these monsters are. And it split the country in half, which is why they call it the fold. It folded the country in half. So it divided this, this country of Ravka into two parts. And then, People to the north are called the Fjordans. I can't believe I actually said that right. <laughs> They're almost like, um, I kind of equate them to Vikings. Norwegian, Scandinavian kind of. That's what they, they look like. And they actually yeah. sound yeah, like Scandinavians when they talk. Which is, you know, 
a thing for me. But anyways, so they're north, and they want to kill all of the Grisha, which are the people with the powers. They think they're an abomination. They should be, you know, tried and then gotten rid of. And then there's the Shuhan, which are to the south of Ravka. They want to study the Grisha and find out why they are the way they are. So they're basically, um, they're, they're Asian in origin, if you want to compare them to what we are. They're Asian or, you know, and they want to study the Grisha. So they want, they do like almost, they never really talk about it, but they make, they do like um, experiments on them. So they don't really explain what they do, but you kind of equate them to um, war crime type experiments on these poor people. And it's not their fault. They have no reason for how they are. But the whole thing, I got obsessed. I watched, it's an eight-part show on Netflix. No, nine. I think it's nine episodes. You think I've watched it so many times I would know how many episodes it is. I think it's nine. It's, I, I <laughs> can watch it in one, one story, though. <laughs> Um, But it's nine episodes. I believe it's eight or nine episodes. There's going to be a season two. They haven't started filming it yet. And then I read I'm on book six of seven in the series. They're like 500 yeah, pages. Yeah, those, those the are average, big books, too. They're no joke. Average length of the book. I'm on book six of seven. And the reason I don't have the seventh one is because it's not out on paperback yet. But yeah. Yeah. And I just yeah, burned those books them. are huge. I read the first book. I read 200 pages in an evening. I couldn't stop. So, yeah. I'm obsessed. And my best friend, she'll send me, because she <laughs> works with us. And this... She'll send me... She'll send me links through our um, gifts through MS Teams of the Darkling saying something or something from the show. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. It's, yeah, and I watched yeah. a couple episodes with you. It's really good. I just haven't really sat down. I've been nerding out on retro stuff. Like, I just rewatched all the Karate <laughs> Kid movies for whatever reason. Yeah, and what the <laughs> and what they did was in, the original in the books, Shadow and Bone books. There's three of them. There's Shadow and Bone, Surge and Storm, and Ruin and Rising. And there's three books. Well, that's just one character that just follows um, the main character in the story. Uh, but then there's Six of Crows and Crooked Kin- Kingdom. Those are offshoot of the original story. And then I'm on um, King of scars and then rule of wolves i don't have that one yet but anyways so what they did was instead of making it three separate series they combined all of the characters into one series which i think was the way to go um but yeah otherwise you could end up yeah so the six of crows those two books oh my god they're a heist they're two big heist books and i like those in general but the the Hmm. main character in those books is mike my favorite character now kaz he's the one with the with the gloves and the cane and yeah he's just super smart and just devious in the books so i'm like oh my god i hope they deal more into this and the other parts of the uh, in season two into his character more but then you find out why he is the way he is but yeah yeah i'll have to watch some yeah. more of that Maybe i got I'll see if mom Steph watching it and then me. that can be one of her so when i tell naomi that my mom watched it chuck watched it she's like yes we're turning them all or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm always willing to try a new show out and it's just whether I can stick mm-hmm. with them or not or make time for them these days. Cause I get <laughs> so, it's distracted. not like your house isn't busy. <laughs> so heavily distracted. No, well, it's not just that. Like Steph and I were just talking about, and this will be a very short rant about how we're 
coming to terms with the idea that I might have ADD and I oh I think I do too. Life. When I look at how schooling was for me and hearing people talk about what their perception of school was and inability to focus on one task at a time, like I was gonna clean the kitchen this morning because we had uh, Kirk and Trish or Kirk and family over for the new Suicide Squad movie, which short. Mm-hmm. Short blurb. Oh, good. Was actually last, super good. The original villain compared sucked, to the original so like, one. The original was really happens. Yeah. This one was actually it was a fun movie. I was the first ten minutes. Once you get past the first ten minutes, I was almost ready to say, "Well, this is dumb," but then as the story grew, I'm like, "Okay, all right, this is pretty. This is when it was done. I'm like that was a really good movie." Um, so I was cleaning the kitchen after that, then I was making Donovan some breakfast, and then just before I got started, I turned on their kitchen TV, and I'm loading up Netflix, and Steph's like, it's so funny that you have to have something on the TV. I was like, it's my ADD. Like, I can't, I have to focus. Like, I have to have something mm-hmm. to distract from the boring stuff, and, but then at, what comes with that is like, I need to watch <laughs> as much Star Trek as I possibly can. So I watched Star Trek. All of Next Generation, I'm almost done with Voyager, then I'm going to do Deep Space Nine. But then I was like, no, I also need to watch all the Karate Kid movies. Like, well, it's I just one thing I after wonder another. If I, don't have, um, if I don't have some kind of Asperger's because of all of my other little, my little interest, my little weird things I have. Like my food, te- my sound thing and food texture we, we things could... I can't do. And so I've always wondered that too, if I'm, uh, I have autism a little bit. There could definitely easily be on mm-hmm. both of our sides. I haven't some had somebody with autism kind of ask me if I'm autistic. Certain. So I'm like, I don't know. That wasn't a thing when I was a kid, so I was never tested or, you know, whatever they yeah. do for that. I, if they do like a, I don't know. Yeah. I could definitely say we both Well, I have, have to listen to something while I'm doing I chores. I can't just do the that, chores. But... Yeah, if it's something really small, I can get out of the way. But if it's like building furniture, doing mm-hmm. dishes, cleaning a, a, an yeah. entire room, no. Well, I like have to have now, something. whenever I look at my countertop, I think of Jeffrey Dahmer. Because um, I was watch, I was watching a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary yeah, while I was doing were... my countertop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like there's certain songs I hear. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when I heard yeah. this. I was building this wall in Minecraft. Like, it's I so dumb, but it, yeah, it, it links up. Duke Nukem. So now when I listen to Duke to Primitive Radio Goth, I think of Duke Nukem. <laughs> and I bet you can almost picture one oh, exact yeah. specific kill during a part mm-hmm. of the song too, like Oh that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or so, yeah, turning I, a certain even... corner. Yeah. But asking yeah. somebody's birthday phone numbers, I can't not do it. gonna happen. <laughs> nope. Um Alright, so it's my turn. Um so one hobby I developed over this last year that I still have the itch for, and thank God Steph was so patient, is I call it PC flipping. I don't really do PC repairs or f- complete builds, but I love taking a boring computer, taking it apart, and putting it in a nice case with lights. Like my computer, anybody that's been on the stream or in my home has seen it. It is, it's lights it's got a sark from tron pop figure in it custom or custom quote unquote Mm -hmm. cables you know white fancy cables 
Love it. <laughs> I could sit and stare at this thing all day. Uh, Jordan, who's been on the show, uh, got me into podcasts and all that, had a computer that was actually really decent. It was comparable to mine almost in every respect, but he couldn't even play Minecraft. So he buys a new computer, and it, that thing's a beast, just like yours. You all can yeah. play any game you want, no problem. So like, well, do you want me to look at your computer and, I don't know, putz with it, see if I can get it working a little better? Knowing full well that I might open it up and there's nothing I can do. <coughs> He's like, yeah, sure. So he gives me that computer, or loans it, he didn't, I didn't keep it. And then he gave me a partially built computer with, like, a motherboard, all the pieces, but none of them were in there. And again, <laughs> thank you to Steph for being so patient. Our office had computers, boxes, parts, all over the place. So every whenever I'd have a little window, I'd crack open this computer. And the case he had was this big, white, I thought it was ugly, but apparently at the time it was yeah. very popular. It looks like something from Star Wars. I call it the R2 case. It's white with blue plastic and little unnecessary ridges and fins that didn't lead anywhere. It looked like ventilation was this hard plastic. And I start cracking this puppy open out on our patio because it had yeah, he's got, dust he's got cats. Hair. Yeah, he's got cats. Every fan was clogged. Ew. It had dead bees in it. Um, so I blew that all out, cleaned it up, cleaned off all the parts, put it in a brand new case, and then I'll tell you, the moment you press power and everything turns on and all the lights turn on, <laughs> oh, there is no better feeling. So I rebuilt that one for him. So now if he sells it, he could probably get almost double than if he tried to sell it previously because nobody would have bought that. And then I took the other computer and I took it all apart, you know, put it all together, went to turn it on. This is before I put a case in, a new case hit the power button and nothing happened. I'm like, all right, so I hit the power button again, and then, like, a couple fans were trying to turn. The hard drive you could feel was going. The CPU fan was going. Um, the motherboard was lighting up. Like, okay, that's all good. So then I had to troubleshoot and actually research why it wasn't turning on. He was a bad RAM stick. So I'm going through, got that one running, got that into a case, installed Linux, and I was like, oh, my God, I just built another nice computer. And now yeah. I'm sitting here like, oh, I want to do it again. So, like, that's why I want to find out what's inside your computer to see if, like, that's something mm -hmm. I can hand to one of the kids because then I'll rebuild that one. Um, and then that'll transition into my next uh, survival thing. But that was something I got really into is PC flipping, where I take junky computers and make them yeah. a nice conversation piece and look good and run and... So when I did that with all those spare parts and actually ended up with two computers that were totally decent and ran perfect, I was quite pleased with. Yeah, myself. and it, it it was a it was a pretty good computer so when helped. I built it. So I but like I said, I haven't I don't I got my new one and I just was like, you know what? I'm I earned a new computer. I'm just gonna buy a new computer. So I so this other one, it's got a big Absolutely. hard drive in it. The video card was like a was a good video card when I bought it. There's lots of RAM in there. And it opens really easy too. It's got it's a server case, so it just you just push a click a switch in the back, and the whole side pops open. That's actually mm -hmm. on PC Building Simulator. That yeah, case is have, on there. I yeah, get you don't have to unscrew it game or slide it off. So I'm like, like you have someone this you is to slide case. it. He's got a switch, and it just unhinges open. So yeah, yeah it's a nice open. heavy case. It's metal, so. 
Yeah, that's the kind of nerd I'm becoming where I'll play a simulation game like, yeah. hey, I know that computer case. <laughs> So-and-so has it. <laughs> oh, sorry if I'm a little distracted. I'm making pulled pork so my house right. smells so good right now. I'm getting hungry. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm going gonna... I'm gonna to have to make something to eat here I'm gonna a eat lunch bit. I made a pretty then. big breakfast, but I don't know. Yeah, same. We've only got two more things yeah. to go over, then we'll... I think we'll I, be good. Yeah, I have... We'll I be have right at the hour pounds. and a half well, mark, I think. Yeah. Okay, so my number three was Ted Lasso on Apple TV. And I'm like, it's so good. It's oh. so good. It's such a, yeah, it's I just think Dad a, was it's talking like a about heartwarming kind of show. It's, you know, it's, um, uh, it was, it's a, what the character is, it's Jason Sudeikis created this with one of his friends. And it's basically, it was a character he made for the, um, uh, was it the premier soccer league it was like a joke character he had in their promos and stuff well then he decided to expand it into an actual show basically ted's like a golden retriever just super upbeat upbeat super happy like me you know he has all these really cool pearls of wisdom one of the things he says and i told somebody i think i told you this that a character who's my favorite roy kent he's like the He's like the star of the of the sh- of the of the team. He's like the old school veteran. Everybody likes him, and he had a bad game, so he's sitting. And it's funny. He's sitting in the training room in a garbage can full of ice and water, like in those huge garbage cans you put on the street. You're like your house garbage can. He see all you see is his eyes peeking yep. out the top as he's watching the game over and over again. And Ted comes in. He's like, "So what are you doing?" He's like, kind of in his words. He's like, he's wallowing. He's like, you know, that's like Woody Allen playing the clarinet. I don't want to hear it. That's Ted. That's what he does. <laughs> and it, and it, the reason I started watching it yeah. is they had won the Peabody Award for their take on toxic masculinity. How they've kind of tried to, you know, get, you know, get rid of it in a way. Um, in the sports world, which is huge. But they're just because of how well they've done. This show has won so many awards like that. And they're nominated for like a ton of Emmys, and it's just this fun show that makes you feel good to have somebody who's by your side rooting for you the whole time. And the characters are fun; um, they're hilarious. There's one it, it's I haven't watched season two yet, but there was a thing on Tumblr somebody posted. And this guy, he's from another country. He's playing soccer in in England. He's like, I'm so excited and I'm nervous. Kind of like when Colin drives me drives me around in his in his Lamborghini. He's like, "Oh, that's fair. That car is way too much for me." <laughs> but but yeah, it's just a fun show, and <laughs> all the characters are fun, and I just yeah, I just get excited, and you just feel good. It's just a feel good show. Yeah, it's just like oh, well, like, I want I want a Ted in my life who can who talks me up and makes me feel good about myself, and <laughs> you know. And the show, they don't always win. You know, like, it's not like they, they don't always Ted. win. It's not like the old school baseball movies or, or sports movies where they rally at the end. They don't always win. Yeah. Yeah, they don't and always win. Sudden, yeah, and the their stuff doesn't and... always work out. And so, yeah, so it's 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 just good. The show's just fun. So yeah, I, I got obsessed. I watched it in one day. Yep. It's on Apple TV, yeah, so it's worth getting the free subscription just to watch it. But yeah, mom and dad have it, so I borrow their their account. She told me to. Mom told <laughs> me to. 
Mom. All the sharing. Yeah, they make you. They yep. yeah. If you, Mom's if you like, say I can give no, you my password. They're gonna be upset. Like <laughs> here it is. Yep. Yep. And then yep. there it is. Yep. Here it is in this piece of paper. Um. So my next one, and this is an any, especially anybody that watches my podcast or watches my stream. Uh, one thing that I absolutely <laughs> survive on is simulators. Um, like I've tried streaming Fortnite and Doom and Assassin's Creed and all these action games and first-person shooters. Doesn't really get me anywhere. I'll stream like House Flipper or PC Builder. And people show up because apparently it's really fun watching me do <laughs> pretend jobs on the internet. Um, and one of them that just, I, I think I'm going to get burnt out pretty soon. It's I can already what? feel it. It's called Power Wash Simulator. I watched Power those Wash on Simulator. <laughs> so you. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a game of that. And that's all you do is you just power wash clean things. And there is no, I was explaining to Donovan last night, when you play a game like Fortnite had it down, the feeder button, mm -hmm. like if you do something right, you get a thing. Like on Fortnite, if you do a challenge, you get a skin or you get a gun or you get a glider, you get an e emote, like they have that down. So that's what keeps people playing. Um, Power Watch Simulator does not have that. Like if I finish a job... I get some money, and I use that money to buy <laughs> cleaning solvents to do the next job. That's it. There is no reason this game should be this absolutely fun. But I can tell I'm going to get a little burnt out because after a while I'm like, <laughs> all right, I've been cleaning things all day. But just simulators in general, um, like I wouldn't be able to do half the computer build stuff I do without playing PC Builder. Even though it's not totally accurate. But after you build a couple computers in person and you play the game, you can see the work they put in. Like when you hook up the the tower to the motherboard, the cables go in. You know exactly yeah. what those cables are meant to do up in there. Um, and they're constantly updating that game so that when a new run of computer cases come out by an actual brand, that actual brand shows up in the game with all the new cases. Like I built my computer in that simulator. Um, house flipper. I have a house that I'm purposely designing to have the front of it be the business for the house flipper, and the back half is where I I live. Like, that's what I do. I also have bee simulator. I want to try where you're literally a bee. Um, yeah, uh, airplane mechanic simulator where you fix old World War II bombers. Like, yeah. they're stupid fun. And it's literally well, it's kind chores. Of the, the like, task reward chores. system where you, you like, were, like I have this task. I will complete this yeah. task and this will be done. And that's my rewards. I fixed it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A, it's a, anybody that likes to check off a list. And I think that's part of Power Wash Simulator is it, mm -hmm. it'll give you an itemized list of everything that needs to be yeah. cleaned. And then percentages as you clean them. So also you're like, yeah, okay, like, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, there's a little way. bit of dirt. It'll give you a list of all these Bing. things you have to clean and. I think I even had one. No. Sorry. So simulators. Oh, no, I was going to say. So simulators for me were huge this last year, both personally because then when I'd have like a quiet day when sleep and I could zone out, listen to Spotify, and just 
mow a lawn in a simulator. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, there was even one house flipper one house on house flipper where there was I had it all done except for like two percent of the yard wasn't mowed. And I'm like, nope, that's fine, I'm good. I'm like, no, I'm not! I gotta go back, I gotta finish it. So I did find oh, the one no. bit of grass I missed. No. <laughs> and then I was done with that part. Yeah. I went to I got to go back and just do that one part. And that's that game I struggle with because I love doing the the yard, the cleaning, the garbage, walls mm -hmm. and insulations, and then painting. But once it comes time to decorate oh, no, the furniture, like, I yeah. instantly lose interest. I should put like, our I, I should struggle. put my videos I've sent you on there so I can show what I've done. Yeah, yeah, I'll do the whole thing. I'll oh, do the I've seen some. It's really I'll good. Do the, I'll put you know furniture in and. Yeah, and now they're adding more stuff. I haven't played it in a while, though, so I think I burned myself out. I I think I've done almost all yeah, the houses. There's a lot in there. So, yeah, I wanted to get to where I yeah, sold I'm every person one house. Left. I think that's probably an achievement. I can't get a couple of them, so I'm like... And now that all I have is big houses left... It's really there's hard. There's one character who like... just wants a tiny house with one room and a bathroom and a kitchen. And I think I don't think I have room any houses that are that size anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you I'm almost have to start your game yet. all over at that point, which I probably will. That or I'll copy over a save. I haven't and gotten a new to that one. point yet. All right. Um, yeah, we're I down do to our this, last so. two, unless so. you didn't have a. Fit. Um, my number okay. four. Well, we've talked about it already a little bit. Is that all the Disney Plus shows? Yep. So it's not like I was pleasantly surprised. I knew oh, yeah. they were going to be good. But I just can't, you know, how how well they were done. Each one separately was done very well. It, for what they were. So, yeah. And the stuff... This... Yeah, Disney Plus is like a solid, yeah. solid subscription-based channel. Yeah, like, I was waiting too, what to you get, on get there it is to where insane. there were more. Cause I, was just, I didn't care about the other stuff. I wanted the Marvel stuff. Um, not that I don't want Star Wars and all that stuff, but I was more of the, I wanted the Marvel yep. shows to come on. So I was waiting for WandaVision and, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki to come on before I got it. And then I just broke down because I think I got it last July when they had Hamilton on there, which I still haven't watched. It's like two and a half, it's like, it's like three hours. I got to make sure I can sit and that's watch really the good. whole thing. So, but that was the reason I got it. I got yeah, it last year really to good. watch that. So I, um, so I still haven't watched it yet, but I will. And then all the Marvel shows that are on there are pretty, pretty awesome. And Loki one was my favorite because you know. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah, it's so good. Um. Yeah, I can't even say how many times <laughs> I've wa turned it on and watched like, like Tron, Tron or. Uh, I, love I know Tron. that's my and favorite cartoon. That and Muppet Babies and like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's so much on there. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, so my final one, and this one is one that kind of slowly evolved, is Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So I listen to a lot of D and D podcasts right now. Like I know on Spotify, when my year comes up and it tells you everything you watched, ninety percent of it's going to be Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. I subscribe to three of them on Patreon alone. So that's like almost 45 bucks a month going out to these creators. 
And it all started with, um, oh gosh, three years ago, I think. I started listening to one called You Meet in a Tavern, which was just your classic D&D podcast. These four guys record either in the same room or like what we're doing over Discord or um, Messenger or things like that. And they just play Dungeons and Dragons and they act out the characters and all the dialogue. And I like that one so much that I talked to a coworker of mine, Brandon, about it. And he's like, oh, I just started listening to this one called Dungeons and Daddies which is these four dads that get sucked into the D&D world. And they're just regular humans, but in there, they're different classes and trying to save their kids. And that one's been going for about almost two years. And there's one called Not Another, Another D&D Podcast, which is more of your classic D&D fare, but like really well done. And then you would really like Dark Dice, because it's Ooh. Dungeons and Dragons, but it's like a horror movie, so it's spooky and scary. And they cut back on, like, the, the dice rolling aspect and the planning, and it's more acting. Oh. I guess in later seasons, Jeff Goldblum joins the show. Like, yeah. Um, so you should check that one out. Listen to about three or four episodes. Is and that tell on me what you Podbean? Because I think that would get you kind of more into D&D. Oh, okay. Dark dice, huh? I'll I think it's down. anywhere. Um, yep. Um... And then on top of that, because if you meet in a tavern on Discord, I joined a fan page that's all play-by-post, which is Dozens and Dragons played in Discord. So you type out all your characters' interactions, and they have bots in their channel that do roles and stuff for you if you type in the command. And you just play D&D. I'm part of four games. One's about to end. And each game has a completely different character. So I I have a dwarf fighter. I just joined one. It reminds me of... Well, the dwarf fighter one is a very just basic D&D world. You know, like this... We're saving a village from a curse kind of story. But the player in that one invited me to a game he's running, which takes place in the current world. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot like that Bright on Netflix. So I have a character on there, and then I have um, a barbarian on this other game that's going absolutely off the rails and insane. And I am having so much <laughs> flipping fun doing it. Like, if I could recommend to anybody is try and play D&D once. Like, I DM, DM'd a game, which means maybe I'll have an episode where we just talk about D&D. I could easily do that. For Cece, because she wanted to play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons just like in, in Stranger Things. So when we went to the cabin, I brought D&D books and dice. And we sat, they had a poker table in the basement. They just redid their whole basement at the cabin. And we played D&D for like two hours. And it was an absolute blast, because she is adorable and got so excited. And she killed everything I threw at her. And it was so fun, like... If you ever get a chance, I think anyone listening should try Dungeons and Dragons. Just once. Even if it means mm-hmm. just hanging out with a bunch of friends and making that's characters. That's the part I struggle with, is the not knowing what to do to build my character. Not knowing what, you know, any of that stuff is. That's where I struggle. I'm all for the, yeah. I'm all for the story part. You know me, I'm all for the... Maybe it's- for the mythology story, whatever part. But it's the building the character part that I get, I get stuck with. 
Yeah, and that's tricky at first, but after a while, it starts to all just make sense. Like, you'll start to understand what bonuses and proficiencies are, and maybe we'll do an episode where we'll just, I'll break out books, and we'll just talk about D&D for an hour and a half. That'd be fun. All right. All right, I gotta go back to my list. Hang on, sorry. I was gonna post on nerd mode, but I'm gonna have to wait now. Um, this is just my throw-in, so I have five. Um, is on uh, one of my friends had shared a video on Tumblr, and I'm like, oh my god, that character is adorable. What show is this? And it's, it's Station 19. It's the firefighter spinoff of Grey's Anatomy. It's not quite so melodrama as Grey's Anatomy is. I don't uh-huh. think. Um, it's more about the, the job more than the characters, which I think is kind of good. But I got sucked into that show. So that was my, I had a, in my rotation at work, I get a week off a month about. Because um, I then I work, I work more weekends then. But then I, I've earned my week off. So on my week off one time, um, that's all I did. I watched four seasons of that stupid show in like four days. So I watched like, um, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, yeah. Or it was, <laughs> a season yeah, of oh, day is bad. impressive. Four, maybe five days. It was almost, I think I had a little bit longer because it was a holiday week. So I had the weekend of the holiday and then my week off. I think that's how it worked. So I had like eight days off and, um, and I watched, that was the most of my, my last week off was watching that stupid show. I couldn't stop. There weren't like 23 episodes in a season. It was more like 12. But still, I watched a lot of Station 19. So I'm all caught up now. I got all caught up in a week. Yeah, and usually, even though there's only 12 episodes, yeah. that usually means so, it's an hour-long episode. So it averages out. You know, if a show has 24 episodes, yeah. normally they're only half hour. I mean, there, there was, there's like melodrama. There's no, like, love long. triangles or anything. Not really. Um, not really. Maybe a little bit, but... No. Uh, more of like she's dating somebody else and I like her but oh well you know that kind of thing it's not like they're not trying to court each other but yeah. anyways but yeah I got sucked into that show so yeah that was my last one <laughs> I don't really I don't really get into those ones I try the closest we got here was we had a special victims yeah. unit or um criminal minds run where every time I'd come yeah. home from work, I watched that for a long time too. On, but but. Um, I think I've seen most of them now. So, but yeah, but yeah, that was my that was my my fifth one. Well, awesome. So this is also this is more of a nerd mode well, kinda, recommends yeah. episode rather than just a yeah. yeah kind of works out because yeah, you know people listening might have ideas of hey let's i'll give these shows a try but everybody's gotta watch ted lasso these games, it's gotta be on that show has to be about. on forever it needs to be on forever yes <laughs> i haven't oh, watched any of season two yet I want, i'm waiting i might watch it tonight and watch it um, there's only been three episodes so i can watch all three in one sitting yeah, I don't know what I'm going to watch after this. Well, I'm, I I'm finishing Star Trek, Supernatural, that though, because I'm halfway through season 14. And I'm struggling because the Jack character I don't like. So I'm like, I don't care. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else mm-hmm. to add. Yep. Besides, okay, one quick thing, because we've got a few minutes. We're just over the hour and a half mark. I do have to give another, and maybe I'll add this to the beginning of the show. 
Um, I might do some fancy editing. Uh, huge thank you and shout yeah. out to everyone that threw me a surprise party this year for my birthday. The big four O, all my family you make was it sound so sneaking nefarious. around my back, planning this huge. <laughs> no, it's mostly me and stuff. Sniving, plotting against me, <laughs> and throwing a huge, huge party. Brought people from work yeah. who I honestly wasn't sure if I'd ever have them here because it was just hard to say. Oh. Why don't you drive an hour to come hang out at my apartment for a few hours? Like, it was hard to even initiate that. Then all of a sudden, running errands with you, getting all these things that, to be fair, the we should have already tree, though, had was the a real began. thing. <laughs> and then... Cashwood didn't have any. That was a real thing, yeah. Um, but then showing up, <laughs> and there's just a whole bunch of people in my apartment, and we just had a really awesome day of it, like... And how absolutely oblivious I was. Steph pointed out we were watching Ferris Bueller yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the dad kept almost catching Ferris and his friends. Eh. But then would just kind of like yeah, clear his head like, wait, that's silly. And then look over and they're gone or hidden. She's like, that's kind of you. I'm like, that is me. All this <laughs> stuff going on around me and I just there's, barely register And Jordan's so like, selfish wanting to hang out with his girlfriend. So, yeah. So I'm coming to see you who turned... And his girlfriend's yeah, grandma, selfish. who's turning 97. Couldn't do both. <laughs> he, and like that, and that morning, I was so bummed and out. And you said I was like, that. I didn't and, invite Jose. And I you said that. Sarah. And Steph and I both I each other. I didn't invite Travis. <laughs> and then. I was just, I was bummed. Was, like, I was, we at the start of the, the day, I was genuinely bummed. It's almost 2 30. Because that was when I was supposed to get you out of the house was 2.30. You had to be out of the house from 2.30 to 3 so everybody could show up. So then she, yeah. we got the got the ruse going on about going to the grocery store. And then as we're walking out of your apartment and you cross the parking lot, I'm like scanning for people. Just praying that none of your friends showed up while I was getting you to the car. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous and, to and totally you. amazing and I had no clue. Like, no clue. <laughs> I learned that so... Hey, why don't you yeah, show me where the yeah, record store really is? is. So if Mom and I are ever leaving your house, we can go look at it. And then you took the long way home. I'm like, yes, yeah. you're buying me about eight more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it went perfect. Yeah. And you were just absolutely yeah. I just, I guess it's, deceptive. It's easy you, to lie to you, I guess. So good. I don't know. Or just no to deceive you. On. Trick you. Not lie. I wasn't lying, but not per se. But yeah, I'll... And it's still weird your grocery store has carpet. It was pleasant deception. I brought it up I brought it up at work and they went, Ew, yeah. really? I, I went, never yeah, thought of there's it. There's carpet in his grocery store everywhere. It was everywhere. I don't we think walk, it's the entire I'd have to look at the aisles. Where like, like, where the, like the groceries. But everywhere like... else has carpet, and I thought that was weird. Next no, 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 no. But it's, it's not like, like yeah, it's it's like you see in the see conference in rooms it's at like work. It's really, really carpet, low, yeah. low mat, so it's easy to clean. But it's still like that's weird. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, but yeah, I don't know where I'll leave this in the episode. It, it might be a decent send off too. But I kind of I don't know if I want all my friends and family that listen have to listen <laughs> to the whole episode to get to this point. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that was probably. One of the coolest things that's happened in in years and years was 
and I just never expected it. And I actually was a little bummed that morning. I was more disappointed in myself for not inviting some of these people than to find yeah. out that they had already been invited yeah. and couldn't make it. Made me feel better and less like a crappy person. Although I'm still bummed that I didn't reach out even a little bit to, to some of them and say, hey, do you want to come out until the day of? And I was like, well, I can't yeah. text them the day. That would be so pathetic. And they'd probably think I just want yeah. them to come over so I get another card, you know. And, and they then, brought sure you enough, stuff. they're all here. And... Except yeah. for me. It was insane. They brought me but all that's... these awesome books and yep. dirty things. So, yeah, yeah. Our, your presents coming. We're getting tattoos. Finally. We're getting tattoos. So, well. I was going to get yes, one finally. when I turned, oh, full, gosh, when I turned 35, but like 10 years when I went already. to go make my appointment. Oh, he's not taking appointments till January. I'm like, I'm not coming back in three months. Forget it. And I never went back. So, which I get, but yeah. that's, it was like, what? Yeah, it's this, that's like taking. I went in October. He's like, oh, he's not taking any appointments till January. <laughs> I'm like, why? I don't. Yeah, I'm there waking, you go. waiting three months. I'm going to wait eight years. And then I just never got a, <laughs> I never got around to it again. End up shooting yourself in the foot, you know, really. It's kind of a big thing. <laughs> but it's that's a big buildup. Anyways. Can we do, I have three things I'm looking forward to. Do you want to do them really quick? Yeah. We don't have to go into a big discussion on them. Uh, Ghostbusters! Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll just... Ghostbusters is coming back. I'm so excited. And oh, I have absolutely. one little side I'm note. Excited. I was going to put it on the on the post, but I thought this is a cute little thing we could talk about really quick. Is that of all the characters that are sentimental and saving stuff in the story, it's Egon. Where he saved everything. And you look at the trailer, he saved the car. He saved yep. the, um, the trap. He's, of all the characters to save stuff... From the Ghostbusters when they were in the eight from the eighties is Egon of all the characters of save stuff I thought that was sweet, the the least the most analytical character, yeah, is the one that one sent yeah is the most sentimental one who saved everything is the most especially sentimental the one. car because Ray's the one who bought it Ray's the one that fixed it up but yet Egon saved it in his in his barn I thought that was just like oh yeah, and then my other one is Free Guy. It looks so fun. I don't know if anybody's seen oh, that it. I will so go over it really quick. It's basically <laughs> if what if the NPCs in your favorite like video game, like um, Grand Theft Auto, what if they were real people and this was their life? They go to work, they wherever they work, they get hit by cars, they yep. you know, and they just wake up. This is what their normal life is. This is what they do every day. And it, what if one character became sentient and was like, this isn't the how what. You know, what if he decided to change? Yeah, what if he decided to change? Change. Yeah, I don't the, want to do this what anymore. Happens, and it just totally kind of spirals from there. And then I discovered what if is going to be on Disney Plus. Oh, what if? I'm on sorry, Disney what was that Plus. one you cut out a little yeah. bit? Yeah, so it's they have only two. There's oh, only two episodes. The new they Marvel have, one. Um, uh, sina- or, uh, have like a storyline for was what if. Peggy Carter took the serum instead of Steve Rogers. What if T'Challa left Earth and became Star-Lord? And then there's one, episode eight. They have Avenger zombies. So I'm kind of excited for that episode. That comes out, I don't know why they didn't have that one at the end and be the Halloween episode. But it's September 29th is the one with, it has Steve Rogers as a zombie. 
It's animated. It's the animated show, yeah. And it's is that Chaz animated? Chadwick is that Boseman's one going to be last okay. credit? Is this show? So that's kind of cool. But yeah, it's just like, oh, hmm. this is gonna be cool. So yeah, that's the. It's his last Marvel project. So yeah, I think. Yeah, I think for me, the main things I'm excited mm-hmm. for are, like, American Horror Story, the next season. American Horror Stories is really good, where it's, like, American Horror Story is, like, one season-long story, but American Horror Stories, plural, yep. is one episode is one story, and then that's the mm-hmm. end of it. It's a lot more like Black Mirror or Twilight Zone, like, that one's pretty good. Um, oddly enough, I mean, I mentioned... Karate Kid a couple times. The next season of Cobra Kai coming out. Yeah. Because that, for all of its flaws, is a really fun show. Some of the karate fight scenes are kind of dumb and over the top. And it's like John Wick level karate from a bunch of kids. And I'm like, eh, that loses me. But the actual behavior of the characters and... What the heck? Why do I have a hair tie (laughs) hanging on my monitor stand? (laughs) I just looked up in there. I wonder how long I've been there. Um, because it's obviously not mine. <laughs> um, like the behavior of uh, Danny LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence as adults, and how they—they're both different versions of toxic masculinity and getting over being who they were in high school and still carrying it into like into their forties. It's like that is so fascinating to me, and it resonates because like I was younger than they were in the movie, but I can still identify with what they went through as characters and how they behave with each other and and then i can also connect with how they are as adults now so i get that but then they have all these kids with big huge choreographed fights in a school or in a mall and it's like (laughs) that's so boring that's not what karate kid is about yeah sure it's got karate but that's not karate that's acrobatic kicking like i'm just like oh i i end up tuning out but then once like yeah but the adults show up and start talking i'm like okay this is my jam i'd say those are the main things and I'm the excited hawkeye for. show is coming um, on this this fall or winter so that's gonna be kind of cool i like Haley steinfeld she's pretty much good in everything yeah that'll be good especially yeah i'm curious how that's gonna play out in, mm-hmm. in league with the Black Widow movie, which was also really Well, here's good. the thing. They it's didn't really advertise reviews, I never I saw advertisements really for Black Widow. I didn't even know it was coming out. So it mm-hmm. didn't help, you know, that they barely... They didn't do the, the huge push like they did with Avengers. I had no idea. I didn't see ads for it online. I didn't, you know... I don't watch regular yeah. TV because I don't have, like, cable. But I didn't see ads for it, even on Hulu. I mean, so I didn't see... Any, any any kind of advertising for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess there's a big legal... Uh, last little thing before we sign off is that Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney and Marvel for yeah, it so coming she's out. Suing Disney. Well, I don't know if it's Marvel, but of Disney Plus. Because they... Mm-hmm. At the same time they put it to theaters, they put it yep. on their app, and that cut huge profits out of her contract that she would have gotten, which it, I get, it you know, really sounds silly, like, oh, you already have millions, big deal, but, yeah, yeah, because now a lot of those studios can make the money, say, oh, you're going to get this much from 
the ticket sales, blah blah blah, and then purposely and not have did, it come out to take movie. They theaters did the same thing to John Krasinski and from his wife people for a Quiet Place, but nobody's talking about that because it's not a woman yeah. fighting a huge company. Like, oh look how selfish she's being. No, they lied. Yeah. In her contract, they lied. Yeah, if they say they're going to give you this much. It, it reminds me of back in the day during the writer's strike and trying to explain to people why that was such a big deal is because people were making characters and then those characters were being shown for yeah. free on the internet with ads and then they weren't getting ad revenue. Oh, of course, of like, course. But yeah, that... that but no. that, we could do a whole other episode yeah. about that because, yeah, we're hitting... Yeah, we're hitting the two-hour mark here and I think we are good. This was... Uh, it was fun to get back in the seat and hopefully pandemic allows us to have a little bit more time to do this maybe i will have to try to start saving up for a cheapy little yeah that, laptop that wouldn't be, just you know, for if you podcasting can afford it, obviously but content yeah. creation purposes and... yeah so all right um yeah i don't have any <laughs> final things besides figuring out where this and it's gonna bother you i know you're gonna be looking day. for it like where was this who when the girls <laughs> mom who's is this yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Who did this? <laughs> now now I just I hope I don't mess you? up the my audio so, for yeah, you. So yeah, this was I fun. This right now. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, when we're all done, just click stop and then okay. save it to a USB drive, get it to me, and I'll stick them together. That's a little behind-the-scenes <laughs> tidbit for you guys. That's the stick technical term. Edit. The technical term for it. In case you're not in the know, with us elites, <laughs> us elite techno gurus, stick it together, edit. <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, I hey am Facebook Chuck. This has been Nerd Mode with Ditsy B. <laughs> Thanks for yep. sticking it out. I know it's a long one, but we're just trying to get get back in the flow. Bye. bye and bye. as usual, learn something about everything and everything about something. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. There's a man going round taking names and he decides who to free and who to blame everybody won't be treated all the same there'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around the hairs on your arm will stand up at the terror in each sip and in each sup. Will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers, 100 million angels singing. Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum. <laughs>
calling voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree The virgins are all trimming their wicks The whirlwind is in the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks Till Armageddon, no shalom, no shalom Then the father hen will call his chickens home The wise men will bow down before the throne And at his feet they'll cast their golden crowns Whoever is unjust, let him be unjust still. Whoever is righteous, let him be righteous still. Whoever is filthy, let him be filthy still. Listen to the words long written down when the man comes around. Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers. One hundred million angels singing Multitudes are marching to the big kettle drum Voices calling, voices crying Some are born and some are dying It's Alpha and Omega's kingdom come And the whirlwind is in the thorn tree the virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured hundredweight and penny pound. When the man comes around. Sat on him was death, and hell followed with him.